1: IB Nation, welcome back to another, the third installment of today's Irish Breakdown Podcast, show number two for both of us. But our first one together today, and Vince, the college football playoff rankings came out today, and lo and behold, there was a, some stuff I liked, some stuff I didn't like, but definitely a lot to talk about in tonight's show, and that's what we're going to do today. <laughs> so we're going to kind of talk about just some overall yeah, thoughts that we had from the rankings. We'll go over the rankings with things we like, things we didn't like, overall impressions, and then what it means for Notre Dame. Because based on what they did here, I'm going to make a case that Notre Dame should have been in the top 25 based on how the top 25 went, and I'll state my case uh, here in a little bit. Not that it matters a whole lot. I mean, there's no way Notre Dame's going to the playoff, right? No way, Zero. Zero. But I found it interesting that some of the rankings they did have. So. You know, let's just begin, Vince, by going over the top twenty-five. We're going to go twenty-five to one, like they do. So you had Central Florida, number twenty-five, at six and two. Five and three, Texas at twenty-four. Twenty-three was Oregon State, who was six and two. Twenty-two, you have three straight ACC teams: NC State at in, at twenty-two, Wake Forest at twenty-one, Syracuse at twenty, all six and two. Seven and one, Tulane is at number nineteen. Oklahoma State at six and two is at number eighteen. Seven and one North Carolina is 17. Illinois at 7 and 1 is at 16. 6-2, six Penn State is sitting there at number 15 with zero wins over top 25 teams. That's right. Utah is next at number 14. Kansas State at number 13. All three of those teams are six and two. Seven and one UCLA is at number 12. You've got Ole Miss at, I think I might have got Ole Miss's record wrong. Let me just check here. Nope, they're eight and one. They haven't had their bye week yet. Ole Miss is 8-1 and one at number 11, also a grand total of zero wins over top 25 teams. LSU at 6-2 is number 10. USC is at number 9 at 7-1. Oregon's at number 8 at 7-1. TC was number 7 at 8-0 with two wins over top 25 teams. Alabama sitting there at 6-1-1 one one against top 25 teams, including a one-point win over Texas. Michigan number five at eight and All the rest of the teams are eight and Michigan at number five, Clemson at four, Georgia at three, Ohio State at two, and Tennessee at one. Vince, that is your ranking right now. <clears throat> if the college football playoff were to start based off these rankings, you'd have Tennessee against Clemson in the first round and Ohio State against Georgia. Or in the first in the one semifinal, and then you yeah. know, Ohio State Georgia in the second semifinal. I think both of those would be very entertaining. Yeah. Games. Really good defense against a really good offense. I think Tennessee would probably beat Clemson soundly. It's a bad matchup for Clemson too. just because of their secondary issues. Right. Yep. But the yep. Ohio State Georgia game would mm-hmm. be a really good offense against a really great. I mean, really great offense against a really great defense would be certainly entertaining. But let's dive into these, these rankings, Vince, and I, I just want to kind of – just some overall thoughts from it. Sure. Number one is what the ranking showed me for the most part is, number one, the SEC continues to be overhyped no matter what happens in the non-conference. Always. And number two, the uh, committee cares seems to care more about who you lost to than it does about who you beat. That is evident, I, and, and we'll kind of lay that out as the show goes on. But, you know, Penn State being at 15 – despite two losses to number, now they lost to number two and number five, both were by double digits and they have zero wins over top 25 teams. You know, that's an example of it. Ole Miss sitting there. I don't know what the reasoning is for Ole Miss at 11. We'll get to that one here in a little bit, but you kind of go down the list. You've got, I mean, look, Tulane has more top 25 wins than Ole Miss does. And then you've got the ACC stretch of Syracuse, Wake Forest, and NC State all have a are combined 0-4 against top 25 teams, but they all lost to Clemson. So I guess that's why they're, they're there. Oregon State's sitting there at 23. They're at 6-2, zero wins over ranked teams, but they've got two losses to top 15 teams. Texas is there at 5-3, and 3, also zero wins over top 25 teams, and, and but they've got two losses to top 20 teams. So there's so much of this that you look at you say, like Kansas State at 13 – they're, they're one and two against top 25 teams. There right. just was a lot, you know, but Utah behind one spot behind them with an identical record is two and one against ranked teams. So there was just really a lot of head scratching stuff in these rankings, and, Vince. But it just showed to me that they care more about who you lost to than they care about who you beat.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. You need indeed.
2: Well, and I, and I also want to point out when you talk about you know records versus ranked teams, you're talking about the rankings that came out today, not that they were ranked at the time. It's Correct. the rankings that came out today. So, for example, you know we've been talking about Notre Dame being three and one against ranked teams. That number obviously falls to two and one because BYU is no longer. I've never ranked. said that. Oh, well, I've I'm never just said three and one. So I'm yeah. I'm giving they were ranked at the time that they played them. You know what I mean? And that's all we had to go off of because we didn't have these rankings. Right. right? So I just wanted to clarify in case anybody was wondering, that's how we're, you know, that's how you're going off of the records versus ranked teams. It's the rankings that they came out with, which is even more perplexing if you ask me when it comes down to some of this stuff. But um, yeah, there, there's just, look, if you want to take the, the micro view and say, Hey, did they get the top four? Right right? And and that ultimately is what matters at the end. Then I feel like they got the top four right at the moment. But there's so many other things that go along with that because we're talking about the first rankings to come out. The top 25 is important because that is going to influence who those top four are moving forward, right? And so do I feel like a snapshot on November 1st that they get the top four right? I think they did, to be honest with you. It's the rest of them that are a little head scratching moving forward.
1: Yeah, there's and and some of it is you can't even really explain away like oh they did this to help some team that that they want to push because even there these rankings don't make a lot of sense, right? Let's let's go through with some of the things Vince first that we liked about the rankings and cuz we're going to have plenty to say about the stuff we didn't like, but some of the things we liked. First of all, the committee was absolutely correct in putting Clemson ahead of Michigan. And, and and I will hear zero arguments that will that will defend Michigan being in there. And this has zero to do with me not liking Michigan. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that Michigan is one and zero against ranked teams. That's it. Clemson is three and zero, and and so you look at Clemson. They beat number twenty Syracuse. They beat number twenty Wake Forest on the road. They also beat number twenty two NC State. Now, none of those wins were impressive wins, but that's three ranked wins. Michigan's second best win is what Maryland at home in a game they won by a touchdown, right? So I'm just I, I, I'm I don't get the Michigan infatuation. I thought TCU should have also been ahead of Michigan based on the, the the committee's criteria. TCU being two and zero against ranked teams, but Clemson being at number four was one I liked. I thought it was a little bit gutsy to put the defending champs at three. If I was doing like my top 25 AP style, I have Georgia 1. You know my stance on this fence. AP style, meaning just, you know, like an old school top 25 rankings, then I have Georgia number 1. But if I'm looking at it from the Coxwell Playoff Committee standard, I am I think it's perfectly normal to have Georgia sitting there at number 3. I think you could make a case that they could be at best number 2 simply because they have a better win than Ohio State. Right.
2: I agree They're, with that. They're 49-3
1: to three win against number 8. Oregon is far more impressive than Ohio State's 13 point win over number 15 Penn State, a team they were losing to in the second half. So, but I also think that that Georgia's also had a lot more kind of sloppy wins, you know, didn't look good against Kent State, didn't look good against Missouri. I mean, really got outplayed by Missouri. The comparable game for that for Ohio State is the loss of Notre Dame, who is a, a much better football team than Missouri. Right. So a lot of these teams have not really played a lot of. Great schedule so far, but I'm comfortable with Georgia being at number three, Ohio State, because that one win might be better. But I think overall, I just think Ohio State's been a more impressive football team so far for me. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's something I like. I thought Tulane being at 19 was was absolutely right. You know, I mean, you look at Tulane and and I understand it's Tulane. Right. And, And then you look at their losses. Man, that loss of Southern Miss is really bad. But they did beat Kansas State, who I think is a good football team. They beat Houston on the road. They beat Memphis by double digits. And then they also had a really nice win over an East Carolina team, Vince, that's kind of sneakily had a good season. They're 6-3 and right now. They've won three straight games, including a win over UCF, which, again, I have no clue how UCF is in the top. Yeah,
2: that's UCF
1: loss at home. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, the things we don't like. (laughs) Uh, but I really liked them having uh, Tulane in the top in the top twenty. I thought nineteen was a good place for them. I thought you could have made a case that they should have been over Oklahoma State at eighteen. Oklahoma State six and two lost forty eight to nothing to Kansas State. Tulane is seven and one and beat Kansas State at Kansas State. Yeah. So I, I thought that. I thought um, they showed a, a good level of respect for the Pac twelve. At least the top, I thought. You know, you have you have uh, T- Oregon in the top ten, USC in the top ten, UCLA is a twelve. I'll, I'd say that's a little low, but they have them in there. You have Utah yeah. in the top fifteen at number fourteen, and then you also had Oregon State. So I thought they did show a decent amount of respect to the Pac twelve because the Pac 12s having a good year. I mean, they really are. They even They're some of top heavy, which
2: is a little scary. Yeah. I mean, well,
1: it's I, I'm I'm going to somewhat disagree with that, Vince, because you got Washington State goes on the road and beats Wisconsin. You know, Arizona's got some quality non-conference wins. Well, look, it's a middle-of-the-road Pac-12 team against a middle-of-the-road Big Ten team, and the middle-of-the-road okay. Pac-12 team went on the road and beat them.
2: And won. Okay. You know, got Washington
1: have got uh, Washington smashed Michigan State in a head-to-head battle. I mean, so that, there's a lot of good wins for the Pac-12 over good conferences. So I, I, I like the Pac-12. I think there's – I mean, Washington's not in there. Uh, They've been ranked at some point time this year. Washington State wasn't on there, despite their really tough schedule. They, I mean, they shouldn't have been. I think Washington flat out should have been in there over UCF, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But those are so North Carolina being at seventeen, it was an interesting one. I I thought that was fine. I was comfortable with that. You, you, Illinois being at sixteen, because neither one of them have really played anybody, but they're seven and one and they're power five teams and all that. Right. But uh, those are some of the things I, I liked from. the the rankings Vince, what were some things that you went through here and, and like, well, like I
2: said, I I was happy with the top four. I think they got the top four, right. And I will throw my shade at Michigan at this point that they're the, the bridesmaid and the first one out. I do like that. Uh, But I think it's right. Everything that you said is absolutely accurate. It just also makes me happy as well. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. Um, I see, what else did I like? I actually did not mind. I mean I I know the numbers tell you that Old Miss should not be at 11. I like the way they play a couple of the games that I've watched for Old Miss. I I like watching Old Miss. Which I games did you watch? Decent. I can't even remember at this point they all run together. It definitely just...
1: wasn't Vanderbilt or Auburn or LSU. <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't Kentucky. LSU. Yeah, they, definitely Look, wasn't even... they laid
2: an egg against LSU and that right. bothers me. But to I a saw great that degree. coming
1: though, Vince. I mean, I picked yeah. LSU to win because their their defense is garbage. Yeah, Ole Miss's defense is garbage. So anyway, sorry. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm You're fine. I,
2: I, I like. I don't mind Ole Miss where they are. I, I. So I don't. I actually don't mind that. I thought. Well, we're talking about the things that we like. Uh, let's see here as I'm working my what, way down. The what,
1: other than you enjoy watching, well, basically, I wrote down play. all the things I didn't yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know well, there's a lot of that. Other than <laughs> other than, and, and I'm not going to set. I'm not going to answer this question. I'm not going to debate this question with you because I want you to be able to answer it. Yeah. Uh, but. What about Ole Miss do you like besides just enjoying watching them play? Like you know, I mean, I, mean I,
2: I like their offense. I think their offense can beat teams on, you know, any regular – they can beat a team any day, right? I think their offense is good enough to beat teams. The problem is, like you said, is their defense, and I get that, and we're talking about team rankings, not offensive rankings. Right. But in in college football, I would much rather have a dominant offense than, you know, if I had to pick one, I want a dominant offense – because you need to score sure. points, so that's why I don't have a problem with where they're at. I have trouble finding other teams that are going to be ahead of them. Um, but well, I it, could. It, <laughs> I mean, sure well, here, here, like,
1: here, here's my question: Why shouldn't why shouldn't UCLA be ahead of them? Well, I
2: that's what you said, we were talking about things that we liked, right? I have right, right. here UCLA. Well, you no, know, I'm higher. just I'm simply so, responding
1: to what you said yeah. of I can't find anyone that should be higher oh, I see
2: what you're saying. I see what yeah, you're saying. That's that's yeah. what I was asking. Because I like UCLA. I think I think they kind of got shafted in these rankings, if I'm being yes. honest. I think them being yes. where they are at twelve is way too low. I think they're a top ten team. I, I think they're a yeah, top team. Yeah, yeah. 10 I 10 mean,
1: because their only losses to arguably the hottest team in college football, not named Tennessee. Sure. I mean, o- Oregon's red hot. I mean, they are. Right. I mean, they're not just beating people; they're smacking people.
2: And they got Oregon you know, four spots ahead. Right. Of them. Well, right, and and, so. and talk
1: about yeah, and talk about UCLA. UCLA has a convincing ten point win over the number fourteen team in the country in Utah. Right. So I, I, yeah, so I, well, let's let's talk about the things that we don't like, Vince, because <laughs> that's going to be a lot more of our show because I, I thought there was a lot of people say SEC bias. There was definitely SEC bias, and here's my issue they use the strength of record thing and it's so geared towards pro sec because there's it, it's it's just such a arbitrary standard like the committee has always talked about how you know we're going to look at what we see we're going to look at resume how teams play the strength of record essentially is how would other teams you know how would you do against other teams do against your schedule right which is mm-hmm. such an arbitrary way of looking at it like how could you possibly know how could you possibly know how other teams are going to do against against this per- particular thing? It's it's really an absurd thing, you know. It, it, it's, it's attempt to not look at. It's an attempt to basically get away from strength of schedule because there's so many good teams now that are scheduling garbage in the non conference that sure. they have to use strength of record over strength of schedule. Because for example, you look at the top four teams. Here's the strength of schedule of the top four teams. Tennessee's nineteenth. It's good. Ohio State, 52nd, Georgia, 75th, and Clemson, 72nd. Now, I still don't have have a clue how Clemson's strength of schedule is 72nd when they've played three top 25 teams and Florida State, who's 6-3. and I have no clue how they're 72nd. So I I guess I somewhat understand that. But a lot of this stuff, like Michigan's a 79th, how are you going to rank? Because the problem with so much of the strength of record and strength of schedule stuff is perception. Right. It's perception of this conference relative mm-hmm. to that conference. Absolutely. And and that's that's a, a big part of the thing. Like, for example, Pitt is a middle-of-the-road ACC team. At best, they're the sixth-best team in the ACC, at best. Sure. They took Tennessee to overtime. They took the number one best team in the SEC to overtime. North Carolina just destroyed Pitt this past weekend in the fourth quarter. Yes, they right? did. I mean, so you're looking at it and you're saying, okay – Let's look at how these teams have performed out of conference. I mean, you know, or Pack or, twelve or, or Oregon goes on the road gets demolished by an SEC team, right? I mean, you know, Alabama goes on the road plays Texas, barely wins, and a big reason they won is because Texas' starting quarterback got knocked out of the game in like what early second quarter? Yeah, it was early. So, but the perception is, oh well, you know this league is better. I mean, LSU sitting there at ten, they who was their only good non-conference opponent, Florida State. Florida State controlled that game from beginning to end, right? And Florida State is at best the fifth best team in the ACC. So, uh, the the bet, uh, the bet was it the third, be, fourth best team in the or uh, in the uh, SEC who's a top ten team played on based on a. a it's a neutral field, but it's as neutral of a field as, as it was for Georgia against Oregon, and that at best, fifth-best team in the ACC beat them, right? Middle of the road, at best, sixth or seventh-best team in the ACC. Again, at best, I say I would say Duke is better than Pitt. So I would, I would say they're at best seventh, in my opinion. Pitt, they take the number one SEC team in the country to overtime. So explain to me why the SEC is the number one-ranked team. I mean, did you watch what Appalachian State did to – to Texas A&M who was a play away from beating Bama. Right now we're getting a little bit of transitive property here, but that's what this is supposed to be about. So, sure. The the SEC love which you expect, it was irrational this year in my opinion, like so far. Yeah, it was downright irrational so far this year. It, it really didn't make a lot of sense, Vince. And um I, I'm I'm comfortable with Alabama being a 6 to a degree I, I can live with it, but here's my thing.
2: I, I'd have to You know what? I can't them, to be I, honest. I'm gonna with
1: you. I'm gonna try to I was gonna try to be nice and not be total anti-SEC today, but no, I can't. I can't. Because here's my thing: Alabama's played one Big 12 team, right? They went on the road and played Texas right. and honestly should have lost that game. And and the only reason Texas is in the top 25 is to give Bama a win over top 25 team. That's the only reason Texas is in the top 25, right? But then you look at Texas. Okay, they lost at Oklahoma State by a touchdown. They lost at Texas Tech. You know they they beat Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma. They haven't played TCU yet. So Alabama's one and zero against that league. A a, a you know kind of the fourth or fifth best team in the Big Twelve. Right. They barely won, and TCU is undefeated, obviously in in that quality league. So, and and they haven't lost a game yet. So I I didn't like that. I I thought yes, I was going to try to be nice and oh Alabama. But you look at the resume, what about Alabama should should be there now? Right. right. There's nothing exactly. about Alabama's resume that should have them six other than reputation. They beat Correct. Utah State, who's no good. They barely beat Texas. Their other wins are over Louisiana, Monroe, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, who's not very good. They beat a Mississippi State team at home, who's OK. They beat Texas. They barely beat Texas AM. You know, they talk about like game control and. You know this team wasn't overly impressive. Well, what was impressive about Alabama's win over Texas A and M, and then they got beat by Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to say TCU should be ahead of Alabama.
2: Yep, and that's what I had. I mean, I had I had TCU six and Alabama seven uh, in yeah. my in my rankings. You know that matter to me only, um, but yeah, I I because a lot of things I think are going to play themselves out, right? I mean, Alabama is going to they're going to play an LSU who's apparently a top ten team, right? And so. Yes. You know, they're, they're going to have – if they can beat LSU, they'll have that on their resume as a, yeah. as a top 10 win. Which is
1: another reason I think LSU was I, put at 10.
2: Yeah. I oh, think absolutely. the only
1: reason to put LSU at 10 was to give Good Alabama a chance at a big win. That's it. Good call. Because you and I have talked okay. about
2: this a bunch, right? They, they position teams to make other teams look better, to, to right. prop up where they put certain teams, right? And that's why you made the argument that Notre Dame might be in the top 25, because it would prop up the team's – that they're going to play and teams that they have already played, right? right? Ohio State, Clemson, et cetera, right? AUSC. And I get that argument 100% because that is what this committee has done in the past. They have done a good job of getting the top four right.
1: I really believe that. But but that right there with LSU is overdoing it. Yes, I agree with you. Because let's look at LSU's resume, okay? Their strength of record is 16th. Their strength of schedule is 29th, and their game control is 42nd. The only team in the top 25 with a worse game control than, than LSU is Central Florida. And I'll, and I'll put to, mm-hmm. give it to you. Their LSU is closer to Central Florida than they are to the next team ahead of them in game control. They're 1-1 one and one against top 25 teams. They had a, a, a good win over Ole Miss. Again, I think Ole Miss is overhyped. I don't think Ole Miss has any business being at 11. They have not really beaten anybody any good. The only other decent team they played this year was Kentucky, and Kentucky also honestly should have beat them. I mean, Kentucky choked that game away at the end. They struggled to beat a, a mediocre Vanderbilt team. They struggled to beat a, a, a Auburn team that just fired their coach. And then they went out and got blasted, blasted by LSU, who lost yeah, to did. Florida State, by the way. And then you also look at LSU, who got absolutely annihilated at home by Tennessee. So what about LSU should make us think that they're a top 10 team? Is it their loss to Florida State, their win over Mississippi State, who's ranked their win over New Mexico, their four-point win over Auburn, a team they were losing 17 to nothing at one point in time, who, again, just fired their coach. This. So, I mean, are I mean, you I mean, really I mean, going to tell me a, a, a 10 point win at Florida? I mean, the win over Florida was a quality win, but Florida's four and four, not in the top 25.
2: Right. That's not I, a very I, good was, football team. It was, it felt like if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that LSU was going to beat Florida at Florida, I was like, wow, that's a really good win. It hasn't really shaken out that way. Right. Just like a win over Notre Dame, if, if for some people would say, "Wow, that's a really good win," and maybe now they're saying, "Well, that, you know, maybe that's not the best win at the moment." But you know the, what I mean? The difference
1: is, is that Florida has one decent win over Utah, good win over Utah. Notre Dame's got two top twenty-five wins. That's so true. I mean, it, the, yeah, no. and Notre Dame has a better record than Florida. <laughs> yes, they do. Right? I yes, mean, that, that's the other part of it. So like
2: beating Florida at the swamp is. What I thought would have been a big
1: win at the beginning would have of the been game going but, into the season, but, right? But they're but not. There it's now. not now. Right. It's
2: not that big of a win anymore. They're a right. 500 football team,
1: right? Having LSU there at ten was ridiculous, and they, and again they UCLA LSU at six and two was ahead of one, two, three, four, five teams that were seven and one or better. Now, right. one of them I understand, Ole Miss, because I actually think you could you make made them. a case. That six and two uh, LSU should be ranked higher than set eight and one Ole Miss because, as I said, Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody. Sure, right? I mean, they've beat up on a schedule that I think a lot of teams could could have that control. Like and they, they have, Ole Miss they, they have Ole Miss. they have Ole Miss ranked ninth, dude. Vince, in strength of record. Yeah. Explain that to me. Explain to me how you can make a case that Ole Miss should be that high in strength of record. How, you're telling me there's only eight teams in the country that could have been eight and one right now against Troy, Central Arkansas. Georgia Tech, Tulsa, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn, and Texas A&M. I mean, App State beat Texas A&M more convincingly at Texas A&M than Ole Miss did. It, you know, I mean, so. And yet, it's, LSU it's just, is
2: 16th in that ranking, and they're ahead of Ole Miss, so.
1: Right. You know what I so mean? So, like, it, it, that's what I'm yeah. saying. The strength of record is arbitrary, and it's very pro-SEC. I mean, if you look at the strength oh, of record, yeah. you've got, see, one, two – three, four, five, let's go to, you got five SEC teams in the top 20 and I, and I'm sure there's more, but I don't have, I don't have those, uh, those, let me, let me see if I can find this, this uh, strength of record thing here real quick. Yes. Yeah, so let's go to strength of record. And so you've got, here, this is going to be easy to do. If you got, look at the SEC, there is one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven. SEC teams in the top 30 of game control based on what? Like what What are you basing this off of what they do against each other? Cause they, none of those teams were necessarily okay. sexy out of conference. So outside of Georgia, I mean, Georgia is the only SEC team to me can say, Hey, we have a great out of conference win. What's Tennessee's great out of conference win An overtime win over Pitt. I mean, do, do we, do we need to go over Pitt's resume? I mean, do we need to go over Pitt's four and four resume? Uh, That includes losses to Georgia Tech at home, right? Georgia Tech had a more convincing win over Tennessee or over Pitt than Tennessee did, right? They also lost at Louisville by two touchdowns and at North Carolina by 18 points. So, you know, again, what's impressive about that? What's Alabama's big road win? A one-point road win over number five and three Texas in a game where Texas was leading until their starting quarterback got knocked out of the game? Right. I mean, outside of Georgia, none of those teams have any have good out of conference wins. I mean, Ole Miss's best out of conference win was what? Georgia Tech? They're they're terrible. So I just it's one of those things, Vince, where I look at it and I say, Boy, this is just uh, the SEC homerism here is is really is really interesting. It's very interesting. What are some other things you did not like about this? Because there's several things I didn't like about this Vince. <laughs>
2: All right. Let's see. As I go through here, I think that
1: you want to just go bottom up. Yeah. I mean, why don't we do that?
2: Because we, we start at the bottom. UCF doesn't belong in the rankings. Period.
1: Not UCF and Texas. Neither one.
2: I, Correct. So here's let not even play
1: to top. Let me give you. Let me give you a little, let let a little stat, Vince. Let me give you a little stat. Let me give you a little stat here. Okay. Notre mm-hmm. Dame has as many wins over current top twenty-five teams in this ranking as let me let me let me put it here, Michigan. And LSU combined, but if you want to look at it this way, they have more—they have more wins over top twenty-five teams than LSU, Ole Miss, Penn State, Illinois, North Carolina, Syracuse, Wake Forest, NC State, Oregon State, Texas, and UCF combined. Combined, one. There's yeah. the one. It's the LSU win over Ole it's Miss. The LSU win, yeah. So. How is five and three Texas? Because again, they're going to say, well, you lost to Marshall and Stanford. Very fair point. Fair. Then what you're telling me is you care more about who you lost to than who you beat. Right. Because Texas has zero wins over top 25 teams. They have two losses to top 25 teams. Notre Dame has right. one loss to a top 25 team. You look at UCF, six and two. UCF has zero wins and zero losses against top twenty-five teams because they have yet to play a team in the ranked in the right. top twenty-five, and they have two you know? losses. I mean, yes. Like- and, and and who were their losses to Vince? They lost at home to Louisville, who is a right. middle-of-the-road ACC team that at is currently best. five yeah. and three, and and they also have a loss to Boston College on their resume, mind you, and a blowout loss to to, uh, to Syracuse. They also lost, Vince. 34 to 31 at East Carolina, who's a, again, nice six and three football team. Just coming off of a win over BYU, but they're not lost by 21, but you lost by 21 to that team. So that, that they shouldn't be there. Oregon state's another one at six and two that I I didn't like, why is Oregon state in there? because they have two losses to good teams that Oregon State is in there to help Utah and USC's resume that's it yeah. because they've both that's who their two losses are to right. Oregons Oregon State's beat here's their wins Boise State Fresno State Montana State Stanford Washington State Colorado that's who they've beaten this year yikes so uh, they're in there because of the losses uh, right I, i'm i guess i'm okay with nc state being in there i guess and because after that i mean wake forest Okay, NC State better
2: win out. I mean, yes, they lost to Syracuse. They lost to Clemson. Syracuse having a pretty good year. Obviously, Clemson is Clemson. NC State better win out if they're a top twenty-five team. They have a
1: one-point win over uh, a one-point win over East Carolina, who's again, as I said, quality team. Syracuse at twenty. You know, again, some of these teams like you're there because who else are you going to put there? Right? Right. Like you could say, well, like let's let's look at who else in in the countries sitting there at six and two right now that could potentially be in in this conversation right, right? so right. you have six and two cincinnati who i would not put in there so there's no other aac team that i would put in there cincinnati's uh just lost ucf this past weekend at ucf they also lost to arkansas their best win is over what indiana smu that's it they don't belong in there you look at the acc I mean honestly you could make a case that 5 and 3 Florida State has a better resume than Texas. Absolutely. I mean, think about this. You know Florida State's 5 and 3, they have a loss at Wake, all three of their losses are to teams currently in the top 25. Right. They beat Louisville who beat UCF, they beat number 10 uh LSU as well. So why is why are they not in there? They also blew out Georgia Tech who Ole Miss also blew out. So you know, I mean, Florida State to me has a better resume and a better case than Texas, and and you know, so I mean, I think the only thing you could maybe say is because Texas lost a game without their starting quarterback, you know, whatever, you you can maybe say that. I don't I don't really buy that. It was Texas Tech. Yeah. All right. So who else should be potentially in there? You know, Duke at five and three doesn't really belong in there, so I'm not making that case right now. I mean, Baylor at five and three, you know, you talk about their resume you know, uh, I'm not buying it. They have a loss to BYU. You know, so this is the challenge that you have Vince is, you know, Kansas. I, I mean, I'd even consider it Kansas. Over I was going to say Kansas because, has a better argument than some of these other teams. Yes. Because they did lose games because they lost their start. They didn't have their starting right. quarterback Maryland, Maryland's six and two. And honestly, Maryland's resume to me is better than some of these other teams. You know, they don't have any wins over top 25 teams, but they had a very competitive road loss to Michigan and they had a two point home loss to a Purdue team who's five and three. How's that any less impressive than Central Florida? Right. You know, I mean, so you, there's just, you, you look at some of these, Maryland six and two, Purdue at five and three could have made a case over some of these teams. You look at uh, UTSA is six and two. Uh, I mean, UTSA had lost by two points to Houston and they lost at Texas. They have a better resume than Central Florida. Mm hmm. There's a lot of teams out there with a better record than Florida, and And it's not even that hard to find. Here's another one: Why is Liberty a seven-one, seven and one, not in there? Liberty's only loss is a one-point road loss to Wake Forest. Liberty also went on the road and beat Southern Miss, who has a win over Tulane, who was ranked in the top twenty-five. Liberty also just blasted BYU this past weekend. So again, if if we're gonna get a, a a team like that why isn't liberty in there over over central florida right they absolutely exactly. should be in there over central florida so uh, i you know that's a that's another one southern miss is a, a five and three team that's a that's a quality win there for them i'm looking at it now i mean boise state at six two, they don't belong in there you then you look at like washington here's another one why why isn't washington in over central florida right. washington six and two their losses are at ucla a texas right Right, They're, they they wave one at you. Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, their loss to Arizona State was bad. They lost by a touchdown at Arizona State, but their other loss was an eight point loss at UCLA, and it wasn't convincing. They got outplayed, but they beat Michigan State. They blew out Sanford. They blew up beat Arizona convincingly. Beat Cal. I mean, that's that's no worse resume than what UCF has a six and two. Sure, I mean it, it's it, it it's really not. It, it, it's really not any worse. So that's a team that I would have had in there over them. So, and then you go to the SEC. I mean, honestly, Kentucky at five and three has a better. Kentucky and South Carolina at five and three, Arizona State at five and three, Mississippi State at five and three, all deserve to be in there over Central Florida. All of them. And that's someone who began the show talking about how there's too much SEC hype. A six and two AAC team has not even played a game against the teams you have in your top 25, should not be in there because you want to talk about strength of record. I mean here here let's compare UCF strength of record strength of schedule and game control to Notre Dame's. They're they have a one game advantage on Notre Dame record wise. UCF's strength of record is 40th, Notre Dame is 38. UCF is 103rd strength of schedule, Notre Dame is 11. UCF is 44th in game control, Notre Dame is 22nd in game control and Notre Dame has two wins they're two and one over top 25 teams in the top 25. There are only one, two, three, four. There are only four teams in the top 25 that have two wins over top 20, other top 25 teams. Tennessee's two and oh, they beat LSU and they beat Alabama. Clemson's three and oh with wins over Syracuse, Wake and NC state. TCU is two and oh, and they have wins over Kansas state and Oklahoma state. And then Utah's two and one with wins over USC and Utah, Oregon state and a loss to UCLA. And then there's Notre Dame at two and one, right? So, yeah. Yeah. the the point is is like so so why again, are is a six and two AAC team that has not played a, a top twenty five team all year in there? That it doesn't make sense. I mean, again, yeah. UCF lost their only game against an AAC ACC team. Notre Dame has two wins over ranked ACC teams, right now. So it, it, some of this stuff is just. um some of this stuff is really, really shady. Penn State at, at six and two, at fifteen is too high. Again, oh, no, it's way. They too haven't high. beat anybody. Like, okay, Oklahoma State just got blown out. I get it. Four eight, nothing. Are, are we? Are we really not doing that? Are we now scoreboard watching? Or is that what we're doing now? <laughs> because if we're gonna look at resume, Oklahoma State has a, a a more impressive resume than Penn State. They actually have a win over top twenty-five team. Right. They beat Texas more convincingly than Alabama did. So facts are facts. There's a lot of this stuff, Vince. That's a, that's a, some really weird stuff. And, and my comments about Notre Dame are not necessarily to argue that they should be in the top 25. It's really kind of irrelevant, but at right. least you want to get it right. I mean, honestly, I'd probably put Maryland in there over UCF. I, you know, Mississippi state's an interesting team. You know, they're five and three, but if you look at their schedule, man, goodness gracious. They've, they've beat Memphis by 26. They beat they went on the road, beat Arizona. Their losses are at LSU, at Kentucky, at Alabama. They have a home win over Texas A&M and a far more impressive win than Alabama had over A&M. They blew out Arkansas at home 40-17. to They blew out Bowling Green, and the, the game control of that game was more impressive than the game against Bowling Green. Vince, you and I listened to the Bowling Green-UCLA game on our yeah. way to Ohio State, and Bowling Green was winning for almost yeah. like the, the entire first quarter, almost the entire yeah. first half. And, and then Mississippi State also lost at LSU. So if you're going to tell me you care about what those who they lost to, you should. Ma- I can make a case for Mississippi State. The only reason you wouldn't put Mississippi State in there is recency bias because they've lost their last two. But they always say we don't look at what happened most recently. The committee right. always says look we look at the, look at the entirety of the resume. And that's how you could justify putting Bama in after they lost the last game of their season in 2017 right because that is the entirety of the resume so six and two UCF is is bad Texas at five and three is bad I'm not putting Texas in there and they say well they got a really good you know strength of or game control If have to beat anybody shouldn't you have right. to beat anybody beat somebody to, to kind of exactly. be exactly exactly so now I will say this about Michigan Vince they set Michigan up – well, they, I don't think they set Michigan up. I'm comfortable with Illinois being at 16. And, in fact, I would argue that Illinois deserves to be over Penn State, in my opinion, just because they've been more impressive in a lot of their wins than Penn State has. I mean, Penn State struggled with Northwestern. Now, again, Northwestern, it was in the rain. I get all that, but that was not an impressive win. But Michigan still has to play number 16 Illinois and number two Ohio State. So the reality is yeah. if Michigan wins out, they're going to get in. So it doesn't really yes, matter and, where
2: and, they are. And I will also and should, say, that if they do win out, they absolutely deserve to be in. So, I mean, they're poised. They're, I mean, they're fifth. If they take care of the games on their schedule, they're going to get in and they would deserve to be in. I, I agree with that completely because at the very, you know, if, if we're just using logic, right? If Michigan beats Ohio State, they should jump Ohio State. And there you go. You're in the top four. And that's the goal is to be in the top four. Right. So, yeah, I have no problem with that. And and Michigan has, has won the games that they've played. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and they, the one ranked team that they played, they beat the crap out of them because Penn state, I don't sure. think is that great of a, of a football team. Right. Right. So it's all, I mean, look, let's be honest. It's all going to come down to the last game of the season. When Ohio state plays Michigan winner goes, losers out.
1: But yeah. see, here's the, not necessarily. And that's the problem I have. Because you have them well, ranked the too high. Be. I yeah. agree with you. But if they go out and be a little, beat Illinois, who, I mean, if Michigan's two and Ohio state's one, which is, You know, or two and three, which is possible because, hey, look, we're always talking about these rankings. Somebody's probably getting knocked out this weekend or at least get knocked down because Tennessee and Georgia play each other. Right. Alabama at six plays LSU at 10. So two top 10 teams are guaranteed to lose this weekend. True. Guaranteed to lose this weekend.
2: Yeah. And if Alabama loses, they're out of the top 10.
1: Sure, should be, but should, should be. be. You never know. Well, they, know. they lost the number 10 team in the, the country, you know. Yeah. Right, a no, a top 10 SEC team, sure. coach ever. Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, so, But, you know, Mich- Michigan does have chances. And if, if Michigan were to beat Ohio State, that they would then get a, a Big Ten West game, which right now might be a rematch against Illinois. Yeah, it could be. Because Illinois basically just got to win one or two more games against not very good teams to clinch the West. Right. Because yeah. they're two games up right now, on everybody else in the West, right? So, yeah, yeah. But I'll say this: looking at this ranking, it just makes me even more pissed off that Notre Dame lost to Stanford and Marshall. I know, you're just like, dude, if <laughs> you're kidding me, if
2: Notre Dame's sitting there with one loss, I mean, okay, they, they'd be. At, I mean, at we worst can play too. this game if you want to. You're right; they would be. They'd be ranked
1: higher than Bama right now if they were seven and yeah. one i agree because, because they'd have they'd to have to two Ohio top State. 25 wins they'd have a close loss yeah. to uh, the number two team in the country right whereas ellish or you know ah you know i mean tennessee also had a close loss or alabama had a close loss number one but then notre dame would have two True. wins over top 25 teams and alabama, and alabama, alabama would have, have one. and both yeah. of notre dame's wins would have been over teams that are ranked higher than the best team for alabama so right. at best at best six at worst seventh is that fair to say yeah seventh absolutely or absolutely but uh Man, and that's the reality we
2: should be living in but you know where yep. we are. So.
1: It's frustrating. <laughs> it's, it's very it's frustrating. frustrating. UCLA Vince, that's when we glossed over. I think UCLA is too low. I agree with uh, you completely. And not just the resume, but they've looked good in their wins. They dominated Washington, they dominated Utah. I mean, that was Utah's most con- I mean, Utah should have beat Florida. I mean, Utah had every chance in the world to beat Florida. They beat USC. UCLA beat them from start to finish. Now the final score is 42 to 32, 10 point win. But I'm gonna look this up. If I remember correctly, Vince, didn't Utah score last? I believe Utah scored last in that game to make it to oh, make to the get score. Good, the bigger margin. Right. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking at this now. Yes. Utah scored last. They scored okay. with 30. They hadn't here. They had an 80-yard interception return with 30 seconds left in the game. Why is UCLA throwing the ball with 30 seconds to go when you're up by I don't know, 17? I'm looking at this here now. (laughs) Utah never led in that game. Yeah. Now they got to three points in the fourth quarter. Then they they got to three points in the, let's see, it was seven to nothing, then seven to three. Then UCLA went right down the field and scored. Utah made it. Uh, 14 to 10. UCLA went right down and scored. U- uh, Utah scored to make it 21 18. UCLA literally scored in their next possession. Utah made it 28 25. Utah or USC or uh, excuse me, UCLA went literally two plays and 61 yards for a touchdown on the next drive and put the game away. So I mean it was a competitive game, but sure. UCLA literally led start to finish
2: game. in that game. See and just if- and outplayed them. As I'm looking at the rankings and where I would have things, right, I would have UCLA tucked in right behind Oregon, and I would have them above USC at the moment. Mm-hmm. At the moment. Right. And, granted, they're going to play each other. So, I mean, that's going right. to play itself out. But right. I feel like, you know, they – hand not handily, but they, they beat Utah, and that's well, who USC lost to. to, and, to so, your
1: and, and Vince – U, uh USC's only win over top 25 team was a 17 to 14 win at Oregon State in a game where right. Oregon State had the ball in the UC, UC, USC territory three times in the fourth quarter and failed to score. Right. Whereas U, UCLA's only loss was to a much better was to a very good Oregon team, sure. but they dominated Utah State. Right. I mean Utah, Utah. a team that Utah. beat UC at USC. Right. So I agree with you, I would have them higher. I think Oregon should be the top ranked Pac-12 team. I have no, no problem question. with that. Yep, no uh, problem with that. I I I would under I would I would actually understand having Bama ahead of Oregon. I'd probably put Oregon ahead of Bama, but they lost by forty six to Georgia. That and has see, that's, to kind of that that has to kind of hurt you a little bit. Yeah. you have to punish them a little right. bit
2: for that. And, and that's why because I I at first I was like, well, maybe Oregon should be above Bama. They got the same record, but then I'm like, well, no, because and they have a better win.
1: They, right, they, they have a better win. Yeah. Right, right. So Oregon, I mean, because yeah. it, 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 it's it's Oregon beat UCLA, who we just said should be a top ten team. They should definitely right. be over LSU. They should definitely be over Ole Miss. At worst, UCLA should be tenth. At worst, right? Oregon beat them convincingly, and and their overall resume is better than Bama's. But the the how bad they lost that game. And here's the thing, Vince, it wasn't even like you know it was one of those games that got away from them late. You know, it wasn't like – you know, it really wasn't that bad. Georgia scored 21 points in the fourth quarter off turnovers, and and it was a much more competitive game that – no. Georgia smashed them from start to finish. I mean, it was 28-3 to three at halftime.
2: That, that game was I mean, ugly from yeah. the beginning, from the kickoff. Yeah. I mean, it, it yes. was. It's like they didn't even show up. I mean, I, right. I mean it was bad. Right. And they deserved to get knocked down, at least behind yes. Alabama, for that loss.
1: Yes. No, no doubt about now, that. Because Alabama – Alabama's loss was on the road at the end to a Tennessee te- Tennessee team. Number one Tennessee, they had a chance to win. So, yeah, I, I'm okay with that. I think you know the, who you lost to should have a say. Yes. it just shouldn't get as much of a say as what the committee gave tonight. Right. That's my only issue with it. Right. No, I get so you that, that that's that's something I I didn't like. But UCLA should have been higher. So so Kansas would have State. I had you, teams.
2: Three Pack twelve teams in the top ten. I, I would have. Is what I would I mean, end up having?
1: Yeah, Why not? what I'm saying. Like that's right. what I've got. It's like, wow, right. okay.
2: Back 12s bringing it this year.
1: Yeah, they are. You know. And I would have I would have had Utah ahead of Kansas State. I mean, you look at their records, they're 6 and 2 records. Right. Uh now, Kansas State is 1 and 2 against top 25 teams. Utah is 2 and 1 right. against top 25 teams. And and then one of Utah's losses was a game honestly they should have won against Florida. But you know, they do have a loss to an unranked team. Which you know matters. Penn State should not be there at fifteen. We talked about that. I mean, look, I know people say, "Well, North Carolina hasn't beat anybody." Well, they have the same number of wins over top twenty-five teams as Penn State does. You know what I mean? So it's like and Illinois. I mean, right
2: and Ole Miss. You know, right,
1: right. So other than that, I mean, I, I just think the SEC bias bothered me. I think the lack of respect for UCLA bothered me the LSU ranking was just absurd. And again, this doesn't have anything to do with Brian Kelly This I made a resume Everett, a, a, a resume argument. Right. There's nothing about their resume that should make them be a top 10 team. Nothing. Agreed. And that's the, that's right. Now, again, they'll have a chance to prove it this weekend. You know, look, Absolutely. they they got Bama this weekend, so they can go yeah. out there and if they beat Bama, then okay, different story, and then we'll have a different you know, conversation next right. week.
2: And that's the fun of this right. show is that right? It changes week to week. You've got, like you right. said, there's two top ten matchups this weekend, so things are going to get shaken up. You know, after this, you know, a week from yeah. today, we're going to be talking about two top ten teams that lost. Yeah, and what does that do to their resume? Where does that slot right. them? Who gets to jump them? And excuse me, all of that, you know, and hopefully we're talking about another top 10 team that lost to an unranked team. So that would be fun.
1: Right. couple more things, Vince. Uh, I want to bring a question up to you. We're going to go over what the 12 team playoff would look like oh, in this yeah. format. But another question is somebody had said that uh, if, if the loser of Tennessee Georgia should be out, because if you can't win your division, you shouldn't be in the playoff. I completely disagree with that. I no, don't. I don't I, yeah. It's about getting the four best teams. Now yes. we might argue what best means, Sean and I had this discussion last night. Sean's like, you know, who would beat Bama? Well, th- that doesn't mean you're the best. Otherwise, you can never not have Bama in the final four, in the top four. Because right. they're always one of the foremost talented teams in the country that could beat anybody on any given Saturday. You know, but to me, if you are the two best teams based on resume, so like let's say, you know, what we're, it, the game's at Georgia, right? If I remember correctly, the game's at Georgia. I think that's accurate. So let's say Tennessee goes on the road. And loses to Georgia in a just a barn burner, just a great game. They lose to the defending national championship by a field goal. They finish eleven and one. Georgia finishes thirteen and zero. I'm going to have a hard time believing still that there's two other teams better than Tennessee. So again, it's about the four best teams. I think that some of this arbitrary stuff. Well, you got to win your division. You you know you got to win the conference. You know, so we're going to put Penn State in the playoff in 2016 because they won the Big Ten. A Penn State team that lost a pit and lost a Michigan, what was it like 49 to 14 or 49 to 10 or something like that that year? Well, they won the Big Ten. I don't care. They weren't You're one of the right. four best teams. Ohio State was one of the four best teams that year. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't were. like it. Yeah, they lost to Penn State head to head. They didn't win the Big Ten. Okay, but they were still one of the four best teams. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, if you now look, if another team has a similar record and they are just as impressive and they won their division and they won this conference championship, then yeah, that's going to be one of the things that could weight you, but it's not an automatic disqualifier for me, right? Is my point. Like, let's say that Tennessee loses to Georgia and goes 11 and 1. Let's say Clemson this weekend loses to Notre Dame at Notre Dame and then run wins the rest of the Big 12 or, or ACC. Is Clemson going to have a more impressive resume than Tennessee? Would at that point in time because they won the ACC? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, it, it's something that would be worth debating. Sure. You know, because, you know, Clemson would have some quality wins and the ACC is getting better and they'd probably have a win over a, a good North Carolina team at the end, that kind of thing. But it, it's at least debatable, right? Same thing if Michigan and Ohio State. Let's just say hypothetically, Vince, that Michigan would have played a normal Michigan schedule and they had a win over Notre Dame and they played a Col- a good Colorado team like they did one year and, they, then, they, they did, and then they lost. Ohio State, perfect example 2006, Michigan loses at Ohio State late in the year. Right. If 14 playoff that year, I'd have had Ohio State, I'd have had Ohio State and Michigan in the playoff that year. Now, Michigan would have been my fourth, you know, three or four seed, but they were clearly right. two of the best teams in college football that year, in my opinion. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it would have been Ohio State, Florida, Michigan, and I'd have to go back and look at the standings from that year. But I, I there's definitely a good chance I would have had them in there. let me let me go back and look and see what the rankings were that year. Wouldn't have had an ACC team in there, wouldn't have had Oklahoma in there Louis, wouldn't have had Louisville in there over Michigan. You could maybe argue Wisconsin maybe. you know, but if you go back and look at the regular season, i'm I'm going through it now. i, I there's nobody else I can justify being in there over them. You know, USC that year beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. People say that, well, you know, USC beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. I don't care. That was played after the season. USC lost. USC had two losses. They lost to Oregon State and and, and UCLA. Right. They they didn't belong in there. So you just kind of go through it. If you're one of the two best teams, you're one of the two best teams. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it for me. And so uh, I don't think it's an automatic disqualifier, Vince, in my opinion. I don't know what your thoughts are on. That. Oh. No,
2: I, I I'm a very much a. If I'm watching a team, I want the best teams in there. Period. End right. of discussion. I don't care about conference championships necessarily, unless that is a box checker for who right. the better a, team. A is. Tiebreaker
1: type, right? right. Exactly.
2: exactly. I don't care if you're a conference champion. That doesn't. That doesn't mean anything. If you have if the two best teams in the country happen to be in the same division, right. one's not going to the conference championship. Right. So I don't like that having to be a precursor for everything. I just don't like that. Now, the 12-team playoff, I don't have a problem with it making you a higher-ranked team as long as that other team is in there, right? I, it, You know, mm-hmm. if that's going to, you know, conference champions can only be the top five, you know, or whatever the thing right. is for the top 12, right? Uh, right. The 12-team playoff. I'm okay with that because at least the team's in there and they have a shot at winning it. That That's right. where I'm at.
1: Here would be a possible exception to the rule that I just said. Okay. A possible exception for me would have been like 2011 when LSU and Alabama were the two best teams in the SEC. They ended up playing for the national championship. The difference, however, is LSU went to Alabama and beat Alabama. If if Tennessee beats Georgia, I'm going to be a little less forgiving of Georgia than I would Tennessee. Since it's a road game for Tennessee. Sure. The other thing that matters to me too is the convincingness of the victory matters. It does. If it's a convincing 17 point Georgia win, that's going to have a much bigger impact for me, no matter what Tennessee does the rest of the year, then it's a barn burner. That's a legitimately, well, and when I say 17, I mean a legitimate 17, not one of those things where they put a couple on the board, you know, late. You have to go for the, go for it on fourth down. You don't get it. They punch it in to go up 10. Right. You throw a pick six with three seconds left. They win by 17. We all watched the game. It was a much closer game right. than that. But if it's a game where you're clearly not the better team, I don't think you should get in. And that's well, going to always be the thing yeah. that, that that's going to hurt Oregon this year, Vince. Absolutely. No matter what Oregon does. Shellacked. Destroyed. Yes. Destroyed.
2: And that hurts. And, right. and when I'm looking at two teams – That is going to be a determining factor for me, just like it was
1: here. I'm going to present this scenario for you, Vince. Okay. Georgia runs the table and does exactly what they've been doing now, which is, I mean, Oregon, for the most part, Vince has been very convincing in their wins. They are, they're seven and one. They've got a win over a a UCLA team that you and I think should be in the top 10. Yeah. They, they have to play Utah. They have to still have to play Utah, right? That's another really good team that they have to play. Uh, so they would have a that would give them a, a really highly ranked win, and then the Pac-12 this year, Vince, got rid of divisions. Oh, so it's so just top two teams. There's a good chance they would then play USC, USC. Yeah. in or UCLA, or UCLA, You know, uh, in in the championship game. Let's say they win that game convincingly, seventeen yeah. point win over USC. Yeah. Tennessee loses to Georgia this weekend by a touchdown. Ten points, whatever. Okay. Tennessee goes eleven and one. They they finish the season. Uh, let's see who 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 does Tennessee. They got Georgia. So let's say Tennessee loses to Georgia this weekend in a, a, a seven point game. Right. They have Missouri, South Carolina, Vanderbilt left. And let's say Georgia runs the table and they win the SEC. Okay. You're sitting here. Let's say Ohio State want, runs runs the table say okay, Clemson runs the table just for all arguments sake. or no, no, no. Okay. Let's say Notre Dame beats Clemson. They're out. Okay. TCU they're out. runs the table. Okay. Ooh. So that's two. George is in. TCU is in. There's no way an undefeated big 12 team this year is not in for me. The big 12 is too good. So right. let's say TCU is in. And then let's say uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, so you got the uh, Ohio state runs the table. So big tens in, The SEC champ is in, and the Big Twelve champ is is in. in. Then you have a twelve and one Pac twelve champ against an eleven and one second best team in the SEC team in Tennessee. Common opponent. One got beat by forty six. The other got beat by in a neutral field. The other got beat by seven to ten on on the home field. You're going to tell me that in that scenario, Georgia or Oregon deserves to be in over Tennessee? No way. I'm going to have a hard time accepting that, Vince. No way. Because of and just how bad that that loss was.
2: And I have to say that Clemson would still be in the conversation as a one-loss ACC champion, even though they lost to Notre Dame. Sure, they would still be in the conversation. I would take Tennessee over Clemson, right? But they would still be in the yeah. conversation.
1: Here's here's the thing that would have to be interesting on that because because let's say let's say they go on the road. Here, here's what would have to happen. How would a one loss Clemson who loses to Notre Dame get in? A couple things would have to happen. Number one, they would need Notre Dame to run the table. Absolutely. Because if Notre Dame beats USC and Clemson, Notre Dame's in the top 20, if not the top 15 by the end. We've seen three lost teams be a borderline Absolutely. top 10. Notre Dame would not belong as a borderline top 10 team. You no. lost to Marshall and Sanford. No, so and I'm, not I'm, I'm simply making the point that we have seen that before. They would right. definitely be top 20 to 15 if they beat both of those teams, right? So you look at it that way, I think they would need Notre Dame to win out, which would make that quality of loss impressive, right? They would have to obviously win out. That's a no brainer. But here's the other thing that would get interesting, Vince. They play last game of the year, they play a home game against South Carolina. Now, South Carolina has at Vanderbilt, at Florida left. If South Carolina can somehow win those two games, there's a good chance South Carolina's ranked when they go play Tennessee. And then the next week, after they play Tennessee, they go to Clemson. Mm. So back-to-back weeks, you're going to see those two teams play against South Carolina. That could be one of those final determining factors. You'd have the conference championship for for Clemson, plus that head-to-head potential win. So if if you're Clemson, you basically have to match the margin of victory, if not more so, when you play South Carolina. Yeah. So it could get really interesting, really interesting, Vince, to see how this this whole thing plays out. Yeah.
2: There's look, this is not going to be the final standings. Okay, no, let's be. Real I don't clear on that. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't no think way. it can really. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way.
1: Well, so. there's. There's, there's, I mean, right now all four of those teams control their own destiny, but that changes after this weekend, right? Because of yeah, they play I mean, each other, I mean, there's right. too many
2: common opponents. Right. I mean, they play each other, so that's I mean, they're, they're, right now, to want. me there's,
1: there's only six teams that control their own destiny. TCU, Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, and TCU. Yeah. Those six teams all control their own destiny. Now because right, they're the undefeated Tennessee, ones, right? Tennessee has to play Georgia. Ohio State has to play Michigan. So two of those are going to get knocked out. Correct. Somewhat. Potentially. And then there were four. Right. <laughs> and, and that's assuming they, they all yeah. run the table, of course. Right. So it's going to be fascinating. Here's also something that's fascinating, Vince, is I went through and I did the rankings for what the – or the kind of the, the seeding for what the college football playoff would look like at 12 teams. God, right. So number one would be Tennessee – these yes. would be the four buys. Tennessee at number one. Okay. Ohio State at, at number These two. Are your rankings, correct? This is Brian's no, no. rankings. Going off of the college football playoff. Oh. Well, I'll put this right? to the side then. Right. <laughs> we'll do that next, Vince. But okay. I'm just gonna because I want because you did all that. I, I want to see that. This is just this is the one for for them. You'd okay. have Tennessee in at one, Ohio State in at 2 you'd have, you'd have Clemson and TCU. Because right now we're going with Georgia being the second. SEC team you can't have two teams from the same conference in the top four because it's only champs so let's just say Tennessee's the champ based on what the ranking is right now right then your five would be Georgia your six would be Michigan Bama would be seven because again TCU leaked up to that four spot well not they wouldn't necessarily be fourth but they would be but that's where they would be in the ranking
2: because right yeah right right
1: Alabama would be seven Oregon would be eight, USC nine, LSU 10, Ole Miss 11, and then Tulane would get a game against Georgia because they're the highest ranked. Because they're the highest
2: ranked non. Yeah. There you go. So you'd
1: have Georgia against Tulane, Michigan against Ole Miss, Alabama against LSU, which would be a rematch, and then USC against Oregon. Now, the interesting thing about this is there's no way it plays out this way. Because of how many times these teams have to play each other, Alabama has to play. Forward, like, there's yeah. literally two games in there where for USC and Oregon to both be eight nine at the end, they have to both win out, and they're playing each other in the Pac-12 title game. So it right. could happen. So it's gonna, it's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of shakeup, man. This is gonna be a really fun November, yeah. Because you look at all the games. So like Tennessee has to play Georgia, then potentially Bama. Again, think about that Tennessee. Yeah. What do you do if you're with Tennessee if they lose a rematch on a neutral field against Bama when they beat Bama at home? You know, it have to be depends on the 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 score. You you Ohio State has to play two, has to play five. Ohio State, and Michigan, Michigan also has to play number sixteen Illinois. Georgia has to play number one Tennessee. They would also then potentially have to play Bama if they beat Tennessee. Right. Oregon still has to play. Uh, Oregon still has to play Utah, and then and Oregon also still has to play. Right, USC, either, UC, either UCLA, either rematch against UCLA. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And so there's going to be some interesting games there. LSU has to play. Obviously, still has to play Bama. Yeah. Now here's the interesting thing: if LSU beats Bama, they are in control of their own destiny when it comes to the West, because their one of their two losses was non conference. So they'd be the only one lost team left in the West if they win at Arkansas and then at AM. It's the only two conference games they have left at Arkansas at AM. So LSU is in control of their own destiny when it comes to the SEC West title. And getting to the conference championship. Correct. Now yeah. I don't see a scenario in which they're in the playoff. I just I don't. Right. Cause let's say Clemson loses to Notre Dame. Clemson's twelve and one. They have a common opponent. Clemson beat Florida State at Florida State, and LSU LSU lost lost to Florida State on a neutral field. Right, right. You know? And And, LSU's already got two losses. Correct. And Clemson dominated Florida State. We talked about that in our show earlier. I mean, it was 31 to, like, 14 at one point. Clemson's – Florida State scored with, like, a minute left to make it a six-point game. It it wasn't, you know, that close of a game. North Carolina is going to – if they keep running the table – see, that's the thing for Clemson is they get Notre Dame and – there's a good chance they play a very highly ranked North Carolina team, too, Vince, because North Carolina right now, they're 7-1. and one. You look at the rest of their schedule, they've got at Virginia this weekend, they're not very good. Then they have at Wake Forest, home against Georgia Tech, home against NC State. There's a good chance in North Carolina is going to be very highly ranked. If they, I think they can beat Wake Forest. I do. I mean, if you watch North Carolina, if play Louisville can league, beat Wake Forest, convincing. Their defense is getting a lot is getting better. North Carolina's yeah. defense has gotten a lot better since they played Notre Dame. They have not they have not given up. Uh, let's see, they gave up twenty ten to Virginia Tech, twenty four to Miami, thirty five to Duke. Although I believe Duke scored late in that game. Isn't it funny that we're talking about a team that gave up twenty four and thirty five is getting better on defense? That's how bad their defense yeah. was uh, during the season. But uh, let's, I want to find that. Of course, I, I type in uh, North Carolina Duke box scored. It gives me a bunch of basketball games. Of course it does. I don't does. care about all that. Uh, but Duke scored with Duke scored two fourth quarter touchdowns. Um, so it, it, it wasn't, they actually took a fourth quarter lead and then North Carolina scored with 16 seconds left. But, and then they went back the next week and they held Pitt to 24. So they've gotten better on defense. Wake Forest to me hasn't gotten better on defense. They're really bad on defense. So I would I would think that that uh North Carolina's got a shot to run the table. At worst, I think Carolina's 10 and 2. And they would win the coastal cuz they'd only have one conference loss. So because their other loss would be to Notre Dame.
2: Right. So
1: Clemson will have uh, if if Notre Dame can run the table, Clemson's going to have a really impressive resume with potentially f- uh, four four wins over ranked teams. And then their loss would be to a top 15-ish, top 20-ish Notre Dame team if Notre Dame runs the table. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun month, Vince. A very fun it's gonna month. Be, and we yeah, talked, it's gonna be great. we talked all this trash about Texas, right? And how they shouldn't be in right now. Well, Texas is gonna get their shot. They play at Kansas State this weekend. They got home against TCU the next weekend. So it's gonna sort itself out. They're either gonna be deserving to be in because they win those games, or they're gonna be knocked out. It's gonna be as simple as that. So that's what I love about college football, man. It is settled on the field.
2: Yeah, there's, there's no really doubt about is going to so be. So, what is your too.
1: twelve, Vince? What would be your twelve? So, All right. what you would do, Vince D'Agario was the was the was the king of college football. He could oh, do whatever he wants.
2: Give me the title. But
1: but A guy I'm named the, who can
2: be in charge? and so I'm can I. The grand
1: Emperor of college football. So I'm going to tell you, <laughs> it has to be twelve. Okay. The top four conference winners get the top. So I mean the oh, four. matches so we're doing, the same. okay. I, yeah. I just ranked my top 12 so
2: okay. i didn't do okay, then let's let's do yeah, that then. for november okay. 1st like this isn't okay. how i think it's going right. to end up obviously right. so this is how i've got it right now so number one tennessee number two ohio state number three georgia number four clemson number five michigan
1: number six well, real quick, you had the top four in exact order you were you not only like the top four you thought it was in the exact order that it should be in of mm-hmm. the committee okay cool yeah i do okay uh, so, six go back TCU. to five because I kind of cut you off after that's sports, okay. So that's my that's my fault. You don't need to apologize when I cut you off. <laughs> five is <laughs> five is the meat chickens. Six
2: TCU, seven Alabama, eight Oregon, nine UCLA, ten USC, eleven Ole Miss, and twelve Utah.
1: The only one that I would really push back against you I on know is having Ole Miss back in on there. And that's fine. I just I can't have a team in the top twelve that beat zero ranked opponents. I just okay. I can't, I can't. Now the other thing that I would I would I would want to kind of do a resume stack up is TCU and Michigan because here here's the interesting thing. If you okay. look at the strength of record, TCU is third in strength of record. Michigan, Michigan is seventh. seventh. Yeah. Although I would argue there's a lot more than seven teams that could be you know where where they are so yeah uh somebody just said uh, brian just wants to hear vince say michigan vince won't say michigan he'll <laughs> say meat chicken all the time yeah that's been- i would yeah. say you could make a case that tcu deserves to be in over over now i know that michigan had that one convincing win over penn state but weren't they losing for a decent chunk of the first half it was a i mean they should have been up they had a couple bad breaks but i think you know you look at the 10-point win that Kansas State had over or TCU had over Kansas State plus the win over Oklahoma State. I just think overall their resume is a little better than Michigan's, but it's it's it, tomato tomato. It doesn't really change a whole lot, right? You know, I would simply just say TCU six, Michigan seven, okay. or I mean TCU five, Michigan six. Excuse right. me, right? Gotcha. But so after that, like, those two, I was right. yeah, and I was really I was really tempted to put Oregon over Bama because I think they have better wins, but that I just can't get over that forty nine. Can't get over loss, the loss.
2: Man. That's my yeah. issue too.
1: I yeah I can't. I, I would I would probably have. I, I, I like that you had UCLA over USC. That was good because they have better. I mean they have more convincing wins than yep. USC. Yeah. I like that one. Good call on that one, Vince. You know, if I were to drop Ole Miss out though, it it would be a little bit of a tough call on who to put See, in there. That was my you biggest know?
2: issue today. Like as of right, right now, they're eight and one. Number one, they've got more wins than anybody else in college football. Right now, I know I know they've I'm got just... as many as many as many wins. Ass, okay because they're
1: eight and one but uh, tennessee and there's eight ohio eight, no state teams. georgia yeah. clemson michigan and tc so all eight, eight played
2: more games right but they have a loss there we go right so right i i they were on the verge for me and then i'm but i'm looking at all the teams that are below them yeah and i'm like okay well who deserves to jump them at this point in the season
1: well see now, you miss somebody who did i miss? You miss you'd have to have Tulane in there because again, I have you have to have, you oh, have to okay. go by the rules. And see, that's of, what
2: I wasn't even right. doing anyway. So right. if if I was doing that,
1: I mean, hey, Tulane has more top twenty wins than Ole Miss does. win I mean, you know what I mean. So it's like, like you're not wrong. I get that. <laughs> I'm not wrong at all. I just I just made my top
2: twelve differently. I just yeah. ranked my the top. So the 12 I'm helping top team, but I'm helping you. So, so who, would
1: you, who would you take out? Okay, so you take out was, Ole Miss and between, put in Tulane.
2: It's it's between Utah and and uh, and Ole Miss as to who I would take <laughs> out. And it would be a toss up for me at this point, to be honest. I would you, go Utah. Utah has better I would, wins.
1: I would keep Utah in over Ole Miss to your point right there. I care more about who yeah. you beat. Sure. And right now, Ole Miss can't you can't tell me that Ole Miss is good based on who they beat. Sure. Oops. You can only say, Hey, I like how they play. Right. Okay, that's fine, but how they play had them losing to Vanderbilt for a chunk of that game. It had them, you know, getting outplayed by by Auburn at times. It had them barely beating Kentucky. Without Chris Rodriguez, I just I'm just not impressed by by Ole Miss. They have to beat somebody. Utah's got a bad loss, but they've also got some really good wins on their resume. And and one of their wins was very convincing. I mean, they're they one over Oregon State. That's 42 to 16. Yeah, you know, that was a that was a very convincing win. Would you consider? Would you consider e- either Illinois or North Carolina? Because see, they have the same problem. They don't have any good wins. Right. No, yeah. And, right. You know, and, and Ole Miss's loss is better than North Carolina's loss. They lost to LSU. Uh, North Carolina top, lost to top Notre 10 Dame.
2: Team. Yeah. Well,
1: right. here's the thing LSU does not belong anywhere near the top 10, but they do belong. They In do the deserve rankings. to be ranked higher than Notre Dame. Absolutely. Right. No question I mean, about it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, their two losses were to a, a quality Florida State team who's better than Florida State and Marshall. And their other loss was to. Uh, uh, the number one team in the country. Now, it was an embarrassing loss, but, I mean, that's, that's what Brian Kelly does. Right. But still, yeah, exactly. you know, Notre Dame was more you, – you, I, I this is what Kelly did for years. Well, Notre Dame's loss to number two was a lot more convincing or a lot more competitive than LSU's loss to number one. I don't care. Who'd you beat? Right. Right. Exactly. Well, LSU has a top 25 win. A convincing yeah. – because I don't like Ole Miss, but they belong in the top 25. For sure. And they smacked them. They smacked them. They went on. They they beat them by 25, and it wasn't really that close. I mean, it no, was a it convincing wasn't. 25 that game point was win over early. So so LSU deserves to be in the top top 20. I just wouldn't have them in the top 12, but they right. could change it. if LSU beats Alabama, they immediately jump in the top 12. For Absolutely, me. and I, I would have no have problem two really with that. Really good wins.
2: I have yeah. no problem with that. Yeah,
1: you know, it would be poisonous
2: yeah. coming out of my mouth, but right. that. But again. I'm I'm you know throwing my hatred for LSU and for Michigan out there, but I still have still have them ranked where I would have them ranked regardless yeah. of who their coach is. Like that, you know, right. I am mature enough to do that. You know what I mean? But I I still yeah. don't think from a resume standpoint that LSU belongs in the top twelve. I just don't. If they right. beat Alabama, yeah, yeah, they do. Right, but not right now. Yes,
1: yes, I'd probably have them. I so somebody said all podcasts should put a top twenty. I put a top twenty five together every week. I haven't done one for this one this week yet, Uh, but I'd I'd had LSU in the top twenty, no doubt, like nineteen or twenty, probably to me, Uh, maybe seventeen to twenty is about where I would have them. That's fine. Uh, You know, maybe even a little higher because I I haven't factored in like Penn State losing, you know, some other teams like that losing, but they'd be in like sixteen to twenty range for me. Uh, So yeah, I'd I'd be you know, Syracuse would fall below them this week, but again, Syracuse because here is thing, Syracuse. Has two better losses than than LSU, but again, they haven't beat a top twenty five team yet. LSU has a top twenty five win, so right, I'm not hating on LSU like they shouldn't be in the top twenty five, but they just definitely should be t- should be ten. Beating Ole Miss is not the justification to vault you all the way up to ten because Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody, you know. So uh, that that would be my thing. Is I just I, I, so I'm, I'm with you on Tennessee number one, just because I think their strength of schedule is a little is, is certainly tougher than Ohio State's. I think Ohio State's probably right now the best overall team, uh, but it's them in Tennessee. But it's really hard to gauge Ohio State because they just haven't played anybody since the right. Notre Dame game, and they didn't and look that good like against Penn State. ten teams That's, that's why problem. to me Tennessee this past weekend leaped Ohio State. I'd have told yeah. a week ago I'd have had Ohio State probably right. the best. I team. agree with you, but they they did not play. They did not look good against Penn State in in Tennessee. I mean, look, what's different than Tennessee playing at LSU and Ohio State playing at Penn State? There is no difference. They're very similar teams. Well, Tennessee destroyed LSU at LSU and Penn State or Ohio State was losing in the fourth quarter. Right. Depends and State. they put up some scores at the
2: end to make it right. more convincing that the actual right. game it was, was a
1: hard fought competitive game.
2: But they won. I mean so, that's the difference between yes. one and two. Right, I mean, but
1: that's why they should be two and Tennessee should be absolutely. one. Absolutely. And yeah. that
2: and that yes, absolutely correct. Yeah.
1: I would have Georgia number three, but I would think long and hard about having Clemson number three. Cause again, if we're just looking at resume. Clemson's got a better resume, but I test with the exception of the 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 Missouri game, Georgia's just looked better to me than Clemson. Their defense has been better than Clemson's, and their offense is better than Clemson's. They just played like garbage against Missouri. They just they just did. They didn't show up to play that day. They've also got some really impressive blowout wins on their resumes resume as well. So I would do that. I'd go TCU five, Michigan six, and and honestly, I I think there's a bit of a drop off after the top six for me. Yeah. I mean, resume wise and every other way, Bama six or Bama seven, Oregon eight. I like UCLA being nine, um, you know, USC 10. And again, there's a, there's a big gap between 10 and six. And and really there's a big gap between nine and 10 and seven for me. I mean, I still think Alabama significantly better than UCLA and USC. Right. Significantly better than those teams. There's no doubt. Uh, I'd probably have Utah next, and then I'd have Tulane 12th because I would honor the, the right. highest All right power. So now
2: next week I know yeah. that I have to have my group of five in there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll do it that way as opposed to just yeah. a straight-up top 12.
1: Yeah, so that'll be interesting. And now, yeah. obviously, for Notre Dame, they get a chance to play the number four team in the country this weekend. Yeah. And as long as, as North Carolina and Syracuse can win, Syracuse plays at Pitt. I'm not quite sure. I forget where North Carolina – Who I just – at Virginia, right? Isn't that who yeah. I said North Carolina yeah, plays? I think they play good. at Virginia, who stinks. Yeah. As long as they can avoid an upset against at Virginia this week. Yeah, they play at Virginia, then they're at Wake Forest. Syracuse has to go on the road. Hopefully can they can beat Pitt, who's 4-4. Four and four. <clears throat> Then Notre Dame would have three wins over top 25 teams, and I think that would vault them into the top 25. If Notre Dame loses this weekend, then we're not having a top 25 conversation about them the rest of the way. Yeah. So it's not even not even worth eight it. and four again and with losses to Marshall and Stanford, you know, like if you look resume wise, a win over Syracuse, win over Carolina, win over Clemson, right? That can overcome the bad losses. But when you also lost to the two when you lost to the two best teams you played and you lost to Marshall and Sanford, I don't care who else you beat. No, you know, it doesn't it's, matter.
2: It's it doesn't irrelevant matter. at that point. Yeah. It's motor matter. city bowl or bust. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean probably <laughs> a little bit better bowl than that but I don't I don't think there's a tie in there at that uh, point but, I just uh, wanted to be within driving distance yeah yeah <laughs> pinstripe bowl vince will be driving in New York city yeah uh, so not flying in New York we'll drive there it's all good uh that way I can yeah, I won't even tell you what i what, what the advantage of driving I'd be better protected I'll uh, just say that when going get into New York Um the crime going on in that place so Vince that was a fun show man uh, yeah, that's it was. good we did have a soup one one quick super chat. From Andy Nation, thank you for the check. Can we imagine this team with Caleb and Bryce, etc.? No, not really. I mean, this is the team they have, right? I mean, look, Notre Dame would be pretty good, but quarterback's not the only reason they lost those games. Right. Are those two quarterbacks good enough to overcome it? Uh, to a degree, to a degree, sure. But Caleb Williams is not, to me, in the same conversation as Bryce Young. No, and CJ Stroud and Hendon Hooker yet. He he, no. he can get there, but he's not there yet. No, he's not. He's he's Sorry. definitely not there yet. He's a good football player, very yeah. talented football player. But his game needs a lot of maturity. A lot yeah. of maturity. And um, you know, I mean to me, Vince, he he you know, he as good as he's been, he, he hasn't been great in some of the better teams they've played. You know, wasn't very good against Oregon State. You know, he was he had some he had some his numbers were great against Utah, but he also had some really big misses in that game too. You know, so it's uh yeah, it, it's been, and, and he was not he was not good at all against Washington State. And that was a much closer game than the final score dictated. But he did look very good against Arizona this past weekend. So um but yeah, Notre Dame would be obviously a better team with those guys at quarterback. There's no doubt about that. But they would still have the same issues as the offensive coordinator, they still have the same issues you know, first two games at offensive line, they still have give up big plays on defense. You know, there'd still be some of those things would exist. But yeah. it would be nice to it would be nice to have that kind of quarterback in Notre Dame. So yeah, no, maybe maybe they they'll get maybe they'll get one in the twenty twenty four class. You know, maybe CJ Carr can be that guy. Sure. You know, we'll, we'll find out. So uh, it'd be nice to see Notre Dame start to do that. So anyway, that's gonna do it for tonight's show, Vince. Tomorrow, yeah. uh, one o'clock, Ryan Roberts and I will be back. Uh, We will talk about the matchup of Notre Dame and Clemson, statistical matchup, and then the on-field matchup. We'll do Notre Dame run game against Clemson run defense, and then so forth and so on down the line. Tomorrow, Vince, are you going to be on the show tomorrow? So it'll be you and Sean Stiers tomorrow at six PM on the Ivy Nation Sports Talk Wednesday mailbag. So you'll definitely want to tune in for that. Thursday, we'll have keys to victory, and then Sean and Jesse will have the Thursday night show at six o'clock. Friday, we'll have our prediction show, and then Saturday at 10 a.m. till noon Vince and Sean Stars will have the IB countdown to kick off. so we have a ton still left for you this week so Vince before we go you know what they need to do man hit that like hit that subscribe button hit the notification bell share this podcast I know the like button is lame make sure you hit the like not the dislike because they're like right by each other now oh, the new, are they really the new lame YouTube format uh, I that they have out looked. now Brilliant. Sign up for the message boards at boards.hrsbreakdown.com. Definitely give that a shot. I think you'll really enjoy it. Check out our website at www.hrsbreakdown.com. And also subscribe to the CFP Nation podcast. So the guys at, for CFP Nation, Bill Bender and Bill Trochi from Sporting News, are actually recording their post uh, uh, rankings top 25 and their preview Ooh. of this next week's big games tonight. So we'll have those out in the next couple of days. So definitely subscribe to that as well. So for Vince, I'm Brian. Thank you for joining us so much on this Irish Breakdown podcast.